The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. In those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage up to the day that Moses entered the ark. They did not know until the flood came and carried them all away. So it will be also at the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be in the field, one will be taken and one will be left. Two women will be grinding at the mill, one will be taken and one will be left. Therefore, stay awake, for you do not know on which day your Lord will come. Be sure of this, if the master of the house had known the hour of night when the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and not let his house be broken into. So too, you also must be prepared, for at an hour you do not expect, the Son of Man will come. The Gospel of the Lord. All things new, all things new. In Hebrews 13, verse 8, Scripture, the living Word of God, tells us the following. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And at the end of Revelation, on our banner coming in, we have that quote which taps into our Advent theme for this year. All things new. I will make all things new. Here's the underlying question from the liturgy of word today, in particular the gospel, and stay with me on this because when you hear it, you're going to be like, what? Here's the question. Do you have flood insurance? Do you have flood insurance? Now on a day like today, you may be thinking about your house and say, Father, I may need to make all things new because I'm in a floodplain and hopefully I, my flood insurance will come through on that. Or you may be like, we're not even in a floodplain. I have flood insurance. Well, I got life insurance, got medical insurance, got auto insurance, got some financial insurance. In the days of Noah, our Lord said, in the days of Noah, Noah, with the wisdom of God that came to him as a gift, better understood his purpose in life and God's plan. You see, in Genesis chapter 6, it said that Noah was a just man, very much like Nathaniel under the tree when Jesus finds Nathaniel. There's no guile in this guy. He was a just man, and it said that Noah walked with God. Much like Adam walked with God in the breezy time of the day, and because he walked with God, he has the, had this sensitivity to, to hear God speaking to his heart and to tap into the wisdom of God. 
which truly is to better have better insight on God's plan of salvation and one's purpose in life. So in the days of Noah, there was eating and drinking and buying and selling and marrying and being given in marriage and all the, much of the activity that we see now. And we know, we know in the days of Noah, we know there was a flood. We know there was a flood. And we know that God, with the rainbow, promised the flood ain't going to come again. But God, even with the flood, he wanted to create all things new. And what he wants to do with you and me and people of all humanity is to create hearts anew. In the days of Noah, what did Noah do? Noah... Noah built an ark for his family. Now to think about that, okay, Noah built an ark for me. Sometimes Noah gets all the credit, like Noah did it all, you know? He was out there doing everything on his own. But it was a family endeavor, and Scripture shows us that it was a family endeavor. For sure, his wife was very much part of that plan. Because imagine the conversations they had in the evening when their, when their three boys went to bed when they were younger. Because building the ark was a lifetime plan for Noah. It was his whole life project. It was his purpose in life because God gave it to him. And it was the plan to work with the plan of God to build an ark for what? His family. So imagine the conversation that he had with his wife in the evening. I don't know, honey, what, what are you hearing in the town? Well, no, everybody's saying you're a nut. They think we're pretty crazy because we're dumping all our finances into building this ark. And we're in the desert. There isn't any water, really. I don't know what it's about, but, you know, I'm with you, Noah. I'm with you. You know I'm with you. I bring the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches out to you for your lunch every day. Life went on, and they started to kind of work. So she had a partner. She was a woman of faith. And we know she was a woman of faith because she got in the boat with him. There was only one door to the boat. God described how to build that ark. There was one door in and out. And guess what? No rudder, no wheel to stir it, steer it, and they didn't know where we're going. What? Where are you going, Noah? I don't know. How are you going to steer? I don't know, Lord. There's no steering. There's no rudder. I don't even know how I'm going to guide this thing. But I'm going to trust in you. And I'm going to build this ark. And my wife's beside me. We're going to build it together. And we know not only in his lifetime effort of building an ark for his family, it impacted his sons. Because when the flood came, his sons got on the boat with him. And not only his sons, but the wives of his sons. At one point they met and they started dating. And they were probably like, you know, father's a little crazy. He's building this ark. He's been doing it for how many years? And the boys are like, hey, hey, you know, my dad talks about it in the evening. God's got a plan for us. And they're, and, they're, and they're working at it too. They're working at it too. That was Noah's flood insurance. That was his flood insurance. It was his faith being active, activated to build an ark for his family. Are you building an ark for your family? Father, I'm a single young adult. I'm here in Charlotte. I just moved here. My family's up in another state or another part of the country. You can still build an ark. You can still build an ark for your family. So when the floods come, what do you mean floods come? Floods come. 
How about the flood of activism that comes sometimes during this time? How about the flood of anxiety that can kind of overwhelm our heart? I know there's probably some college students in the crowd right now. They're jumping in their car after this amidst the rain, and they're driving back to their university worried about their exams, rightfully so, because they've worked hard all semester. The flood that comes. How do we prepare about the flood that comes and that kind of like overflood us, overflood our hearts individually and overflow our family? Build an ark. Build an ark for your family in this season of preparation. It's a season of preparation. And you know what? We have all the tools, not just tools, but power tools to build the ark. We have the same power tools that Noah had. Yeah, but Father, they didn't have electricity back then. Now, now these aren't power tools that you get at Home Depot or Lowe's or Blackhawk, Blackhawk Hardware. These are power tools that are powered by God's love for us and powered by our love for God participating in his plan and our purpose in life to build what? An ark. Imagine if you had seven gifts under your tree right now, little ones, you got them ready to go, they're ready to go, and you could say, Mom, you go home over a mass, and Mom and Dad were to say to you, you can unpack them right now. Yeah, let's get at it. So today, let's unpack two of these power tools, the same ones that, that, that Noah had in building his ark. We all received them at the moment of our baptism. In Romans chapter 5, verse 5, Paul, St. Paul says to us through the living word of God, the love of God has been poured out on us through the Holy Spirit. We have seven power tools, the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was with God in the beginning, the Father. The Son was with God in the beginning, the Father. He was the word that the Father spoke in Genesis. He didn't have a body because Mary hadn't said yes, but he was there and he was impacting the heart of Noah. There are seven gifts, seven power tools. The first one, wisdom, understanding, counsel, fortitude, knowledge, piety, fear the Lord. And we're going to unpack these each week with the hope of all things becoming new. On doing something new this season of preparation. On building in a concrete way an ark for our family. Let's begin with that first tool, wisdom. Wisdom. The wisdom of God, the wisdom of God to know God's plan for you, for the history of salvation and for your family, to know your purpose, to do a little bit what Noah did, sit around, here's, imagine, imagine if each one of us in our families or with our families to the degree we can, we made a commitment in this season of preparation to build an ark for our family and the first tool we're gonna pull out that's powered by God's love for us and our love for God, the first tool is wisdom and we're gonna pull it out and this is what we're gonna do to start building. If you're gonna build anything, you gotta come together and you gotta talk about it and the right people gotta get involved in it. Someone once told a story of a two Two people standing outside a big cruise ship, huge, getting ready to go on the water. And they say, who, one of them said to the other, who do you think is the most important person involved with this ship 
that we're about ready to entrust our life with when we get on that and go out into the ocean? Well, the person with him naturally said, of course, the captain, the person who's going to pilot it. The other one said, no. The one who designed it and built it. Because you can have the best pilot, the best captain, but if the one didn't design the boat, it'll sink. So people in designing a boat, Noah in designing ark, he got with his family. So here's the first invitation. You may already do this seven days a week. And if you do, outstanding. Maybe you do it five. Maybe you do it two times. Maybe, just maybe, and don't beat yourself up if you're there, it's okay. Take one step forward. You may not do it at all. Because of the flood of activity that comes to you on a weekly, on a daily basis. We're busy. In this season of preparation, the scriptures tell us, Jesus tells us, the Father tells us, slow down and start to prepare. So with the wisdom of God, that first power tool, once a week, if you're not doing it all, have a meal with your family. Sit down at the dinner table. Take something off the schedule so you can be with your family. Unplug everything and talk. Talk, is, talk about the purpose of your family, the gift of your family. Talk about what you think God's plan is for your family. If you're already doing that one or two times a week, up the game a little. Try to go to three. Try to just add a little more time to come together and pray. And maybe you come together and you have an Advent candle around your table and you light that candle. But I'd invite you to take it a step forward. Put all seven of the power tools around it. Maybe you unpack two of them each week. All seven that I mentioned. If you don't remember them, look them up. Memorize them. Memorize the power tools that God gives us to build our ark for our family and talk about that. So when building an ark for your family, the first invitation would be gather around the table. As for sure Noah did. They didn't have Netflix back then. They didn't have all the distractions and things that we had. They had other distractions. They had a human heart like ours. But Noah, walking with God, his wife, walking with God, gathered their family around the table for meal. Second, understanding. Unpack that power tool of understanding, powered by God's love for you and your love for God. Understanding. What is understanding? Understanding is different from faith. Faith is, and Noah had faith. He had faith in God. God revealed himself to Noah. Just as God can reveal himself to us, his revelation. And we may not understand all that God's telling us, but we ascend, we arrive to the faith and say, I'm gonna step out in faith. I don't know everything. I don't understand everything. My feelings aren't jiving with it, but I'm gonna walk with confidence because God's speaking to my heart. Understanding is a gift, is a power tool that we can use to build our ark for our family it's understanding God's revelation to your heart personally and talking about it as a family. Imagine if every family in our parish, Father Mike and I included in our rectory, we have a Bible that we open up. Do you have a family Bible? Do you have a prominent, big 
family Bible that you can touch and flip. If you don't have a family Bible, don't beat yourself up. Get one. Put it high on your preparation list. Find a special place for your family. Maybe it's your dining room table. Maybe it's by the main door that you all exit every day. Maybe it's a special room near your Christmas tree that you've already set up, which is fine too. Put the Bible there. We all have the technology nowadays where we can go to the daily readings of Mass every day. Every day. Imagine if you just went to the USCCB website or you went to the iBrevery or looked up the readings of the day at Mass and just read the Gospel. What's Jesus saying to us today? Then it becomes a competition in the family where someone gets a highlighter out, goes to that Bible, write in the Bible, highlight it, open it up to that page. Maybe you have a journal next to it where you put notes, whatever it is, things that you can share, read it, and then carry the Word of God off as you go to your daily labor. As for sure, Noah, they spoke around the table. They spoke as a family about God's plan and their purpose in life, and they carried the Word of God with them into all their activity and turned it over. My brothers and sisters in Christ, this is a beautiful season of preparation. Let us build an ark for our families as flood insurance.